Hey, good morning. It's Wednesday morning. Uh, good to be with you again for another uh, devotional. Glad that you could spend some time with us today, uh, this day, this Thanksgiving Eve, uh, before we get ready to have our, 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 our Thanksgiving fun and food tomorrow. So it's good to spend a little bit of time in God's Word with you, with you today. Just a reminder, we won't be having Bible study tonight at St. Matthew's. We don't have any of our regularly scheduled Wednesday night activities, uh, but we're uh, going to have uh, some time off tonight, and, uh, and so we would invite you to spend time the next few days, uh, and no matter where you are, I know it may look different for you. It's going to look different for me and my family. Uh, that's okay. We're going to make it through it. It is all good because God is good. So I hope that no matter where you find yourself in the next day or two, that you're able to spend time on what matters and with who matters and focus on God's goodness in all things. Uh, we've been spending the last few days talking about Hosea 14. This will be our last day in Hosea today. Where we're going to look, so we're going to look at Hosea 14, 1 through 9 which is the totality of this chapter, Hosea 14, 1 through 9. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. If you have stumbled because of your iniquity, take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all of our guilt, except that which is good, and we will offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses, and we will say no more our God to the works of our hands in the in you the orphan finds mercy. I will heal their, their disloyalty, and I will love them freely. And my anger, my, for my anger is turned away from them. And I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall strike the root like the forest of Lebanon. His shoots shall spread out. His beauty shall be like the olive tree. His fragrance like that of Lebanon. They shall again live beneath my shadow, and shall flourish as a garden. Shall blossom like a vine. Their fragrance shall be like the wine of Lebanon. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? It is I who will answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. The faithfulness that your faithfulness comes from me. Those who are wise understand these things, and those who are discerning know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. So today, the last few days, we talked about what's happening behind the scenes with Hosea and with Gomer and how just as Gomer would keep falling into sin and Hosea would redeem her, so do we as the people of God, and specifically so does Israel, keep falling into sin and God redeems Israel. His love for Israel is greater than their sin. Yesterday we talked about how this passage lays out much like a prayer of confession, how the people confess their sins, and then God gives assurance and forgiveness. And today we'll talk about what this means to us. And we talked a little bit, little bit about this yesterday. Just um, we see here that the two sins that they that God calls them to confess are the fact that they rely upon Assyria for their protection, and they find their their strength in the work of their hands. And God basically tells the people in this prayer to to understand that their protection take away our guilt. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses. We will say no more, our God, to the works of our hands. And you, the orphan, will find mercy. God calls them to understand that no political alliance with Assyria will save them. Because, by the way, it doesn't save them. They have political alliances with Assyria, and they're still defeated by Babylon. They have the works of their hand, and they're still not strong enough to win the battle. God is calling them to understand that they will not find their identity and their strength and their purpose 
and the things of this world. But they will only find that in him. Y'all, that's always a challenge for us, isn't it? It's always a challenge. This world we live in. To find our safety, our security, our identity, our life, our worth, our whatever in the stuff of this world. And that's not what God desires for us. Remember, idolatry is not about worshiping some magical golden whatever. Idolatry is about turning to something other than God for our safety and for our security. And that's what the people here are doing. They're finding their safety and their security not in the under the, the wings of God. Not I love how it, it lays it. God says, I'm like a cypress. You're going to rest in the, the shadow of my branches. They're finding their safety and security not in God. Not in God's safety. Not in God's kingdom. Not in God's power. Not in God's mind. But they're finding it in the things of the world. They're finding it in the things of the world. And so here we are on Thanksgiving. And we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're talking about things we're thankful for. This is... This is not to say that we do not live in the world, because of course we live in the world, y'all. I'm filming this video on an iPhone. You know, I'm keeping up with how long I'm talking on an iWatch. You know, we got stuff. It's okay. We got stuff. But stuff doesn't define us. The blood of Christ defines us. And my safety and my security is never going to rest in anywhere but in God. Because nothing but God is totally dependable. Nothing but God is totally trustworthy. And to have faith in God is to put our trust in God above, put our life in the hands of God and trust in God above everything else in the world. Only in God do we find our safety. I tell people one of the, huh, one of the scariest uh, times, those of you who are like me who were living during 9-11, um, remember how scary that season was? Almost, almost kind of like COVID in some ways, where you're afraid of everything. You're, you're so afraid, you don't even know what you're afraid of sometimes. That's, a lot, that's how I always felt like during COVID sometimes, hadn't it? But I remember during 9 11, I was, uh, you know, we didn't know what was happening next. We knew we were under attack, and we knew we were, we knew our nation had been attacked. And, 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 and we live in the Delta. And you know you hear all these crazy rumors. And this is back before Facebook. Who knows what we'd have heard if we? Who, who knows what we'd have heard if Facebook had been around? Um, but um, we were we were living the Delta, and you heard these rumors, these reports about how terrorists were going to steal crop dusters, and they were going to use crop dusters to aerosol stuff out there, and you know it was going to be careful, be afraid, and all this. And so I was, I was afraid. I live in the Delta. There's crop dusters everywhere. I just knew they were going to attack us. I knew they were going to attack the Parsons of Boyle Methodist Church because they could take down Boyle, Mississippi. They could take down America. As Boyle goes, so goes America. Yeah, I knew that's what was going to happen. And uh, I was so afraid. I was so afraid. And the Psalms, I, I love the Psalms. You know, y'all know I love the Psalms. And I just kept read. I kept reading them, and, and, and only in you, oh God, do we find our safety. And I just became convinced that I could not be afraid of the things of this world, for my safety and security do not come from the things of this world, but they come from God. And in God alone, I'll sleep well. I, I think we're called to live with that and not find our 
ultimate identity in the things of this world. We can't find our identity in our American politics at this moment. That's very important for us. We can't find our identity even in our church membership. We can't find our identity in our jobs. We can't find our identity in our possessions. We can't find our worth in these things. Our worth and our identity comes from God and God alone. And that's what the people were suffering. That's what they were struggling with. They were finding their security, their identity, and their worth not in God, but in their alliance with Assyria. They were finding it not in God, but in the works of their hands. And that's why God says, turn from these things. Turn from these things and turn to me. Because when you find your identity and you find your worth in the stuff of the world, it will in time harden your heart towards God. Because we'll think we don't need God. And I think that's what happens. We think we got everything we need, y'all. We don't really need God. But we need God now more than ever. For only in Him do we find life and security and safety. So God calls the people to repent and turn to Him and they will find forgiveness. And I think today for me and you, that's our call as well. To battle against this desire within ourselves to find our safety and security in the stuff of this world, but find our life and our purpose and our all in all only in Christ. Only in his love, only in his kingdom, only in his purpose. For we find our stuff in other things, we, we, we harden our heart to God. We find our heart, we find our life in God, then we find life. So today, let's do that, y'all. Let's turn from the things that whisper to us, that tell us that, that they are where life is found. Life is found in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. In Christ alone do we find life. So may he be the source of our life, the source of our purpose, the source of our all in all today. Hey, I love you guys. I'm praying for you today. I pray you have a great day today. Remember no Bible study and an awesome Thanksgiving. We'll have a short Thanksgiving video tomorrow morning. And uh, we'll see you then. Have a great day.